Good morning. You're listening to K Tahoe, the new 961 and AM 590. It's time for the bright side with Alexis Robin. Hey, hey, welcome back, everybody. It's Monday, and uh, we're talking about changing your results today and getting better results. And the way to do this is to change your thoughts. So here's the great news. You've got total control over the situation (laughs) because we're talking about thought work today and a couple different things we're going to talk about in thought work. And we'll just dip our toe in the water here because there's so much great research out there, but we're talking about 10 minutes here. So we're going to, we're going to give you some insight and a few little tools you can use. Um, But one of the things uh, that we talk about often in our coaching is that when you cross over from a negative thought to a positive opportunity seeking future prospecting thought, it will predictably change your results. And typically, um, so what that means, well, one thing that that can mean if we go back to getting hung up on the journey from last week and talking about lots of different outcomes, but, uh, is that basically if you think about what you want versus what you don't want, you can get better results than if you're constantly trying to avoid what you don't want. So I'll, I'll say it again, crossing over from a negative thought to a positive opportunity seeking future prospecting thought will predictably change your results. So it's kind of like mountain biking. When I was learning to mountain bike way back in the day and there was an obstacle or a rock or something in front, I was taught, don't look at it. I have been taught that same thing. (laughs) And I think about that often. You look at it, you're going to hit it. Right. Right. I actually think about that too when I'm kind of driving late night on the windy roads sometimes and I see some oncoming traffic. I think, look away. Don't look at it. Yeah, exactly. So, but often, more often on my bike. Maybe you taught me that years ago. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so, um, but there's some things that you need to know about how we think. And so oftentimes, um, you know, what we found out in brain research, or I say we, like I've been in the labs doing it, but... <laughs> What I've been reading about what all these really smart people have been researching is um, there's something called the confirmation bias. Now, the confirmation bias is really fascinating to me, but it describes the human tendency to interpret new evidence as confirmation of one's existing beliefs and theories. So this means that if you think that um, all women are bad drivers that you are going to consistently look for women being bad drivers and that when you see it, you're going to, that is going to weigh more heavily than if you see a woman being a really good driver. So um, this also means that if you think your spouse doesn't do enough around the house, that you will give more weight and um, you will confirm beliefs. You will give more weight to things that actually confirm your beliefs about that. So if you notice them, you know, watching football while you're ironing, you might think, see, there it goes again. I'm doing all the work and he's not, or I'm doing all the work and she's not. If you, and then when they go to do the dishes or switch the laundry or take the kids somewhere or whatever, you are, you tell yourself, oh, that's, that's a one-off. That's not what that barely ever happens. Right. And so you're basically building a case for yourself and this happens. Our, our brains just do this. So we look to seek confirmation for what we think is true. And in uh, Brene Brown's new book, rising strong, which we just did that whole 10 week series on her book, um, the gifts of imperfection. She talks about this idea of confabulations and the stories we tell ourselves. And that she talks about how in our brains where, um, we are constantly trying to make meaning of things. Mm -hmm. So why did that happen? And in the absence of information, we make something up, right? Why did that person pull in front of me? Because he's a jerk. 
that's my story, <laughs> right? Um, you know, it turns out all people who drive brown cars are jerks. This is my confirmation bias. Now, every time I see somebody in a brown car who pulls in front of me, see, I knew it. So, um, so what this means is that we have to be very careful because once we kind of make up a story and we start thinking about um, what that story means, when we make meaning of it and we connect the dots somehow or we get this confirmation hit, it's our brain releases dopamine, which mm-hmm. makes us feel good, uh-huh. right? It's a yummy <laughs> stuff like, hmm, I like that. I like making the connection. Yeah, that's why because that guy in the brown car is a jerk. We love being right. We like being right. So um, – So it's a largely unconscious process though. So it's likely that you won't even notice that you've overlooked input and, um, you probably won't notice it till you have what we call the system error, right? Where suddenly you realize you have a big blowout and your spouse is telling you, I help all the time. What are you talking about? I just unloaded the dishwasher, got the car wash, took the kids to dance, you know, folded all the laundry. What have you been doing that whole time? Right? Oh, watching my show. Um, (laughs) So, so just something to think about. If you're hung up on something, if you have a result that you don't like, think about what's the story I'm telling myself about this. What's, where is my confirmation bias in working for me? Mm -hmm. Right. Where, so I'm constantly, so in short, I'm constantly trying to prove my own beliefs. Yep. And it's happening unconsciously. So if you're believing things like I'm not worthy, people don't like me, um, people who drive brown cars are just altogether not nice people, whatever, right? Like whatever crazy story you've made up, um, you'll constantly be looking for evidence that that's true. And you'll be discounting evidence that it's not true. This is oftentimes why it's so hard to convince people otherwise. Mm -hmm. You know, so somebody says, oh, I'm just not good at that. And you say, well, yeah, look at these five different examples of how you were great at that. No, I, well, no, that doesn't count. (laughs) You know, it's like, okay. So, um, so that's something to know about. The other thing that's important to know about when you're thinking about changing your thoughts is this idea that there is, um, a pretty significant role of negative emotion in our brain. And we've talked about this before. It's called the negativity bias, Mm -hmm. but it is the basic operating system that's primed to scan the environment for threats. And that's why when we are out and um, things are happening, we're constantly looking for what could go wrong versus what's going right. That's why the news, we love the sensationalism of the news because we want to know, like, what are the threats out there? That's why we sensationalize all the bad guys and all the bad things people do. That's why people do more of them. (laughs) So, or maybe that's my confirmation bias talking. (laughs) But point being here is that our brains are like Velcro for negativity and Teflon for positivity. So you consider that, that the things that go wrong are going to be far more sticky and you're going to remember them for much longer. Plus the fact that you might make up a a story about why something went wrong. And then you may search for evidence subconsciously that that's true. And now you could really get yourself into a downward spiral. Now, the other piece of this is one of the most amazing tools that we use in our coaching and I love is this tool called thought bridging. And it's this idea that we have a thought about something, you know, I'm not likable. And then that evokes an emotional response. We get this, you know, maybe it's, I, that makes me sad. I'm, it makes me angry. It makes me feel lonely, Mm -hmm. which then causes us to behave defensively. 
right? So it's like you have a thought, it causes an emotional response, which causes a behavioral response. So now I'm behaving, um, I'm defensive, I've kind of got a chip on my shoulder, I'm angry, and I'm not really fun to be around for other people, which then results in the very thing I'm trying to avoid, mm-hmm. which is being li- not being likable. Right. So I want to be likable, but thinking that I'm not likable causes me to have an emotional response, behave in a way that's unlikable. And then the result is actually I'm not super likable when I'm in that state. Self-fulfilling prophecy. Right. Self-fulfilling <laughs> prophecy. It's a crazy thing, right? So yep. if you're one of those people who's a blamer, I'm with you. I like to blame other people. <laughs> I've learned to take responsibility, but it's so much more comfortable to make it someone else's fault. Always. Um and, and I admit that wholeheartedly as the people in my life will probably chuckle when they hear this. But, um, but the thing is, is that we are responsible many times for our own self-fulfilling prophecies. So then how do you shift it, right? You're like, oh, you took me to the scary place. Now how do I get out? So you think about a thought that feels better and you bridge it over. So you go from that, you know, the initial negative thought to a positive opportunity seeking thought. And so that might look like, if the negative thought is I'm not likable or people don't like me, the positive thought might be, um, you know, I'm, I like people or I am likable. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's just the opposite. Mm-hmm. I am likable and, um, or I would like to be likable and, or even I'm open to being likable. And then it, it should evoke, whatever that new thought is, it should evoke positive emotion. So if you haven't gotten positive emotion there, then you need to keep searching for a different thought. Mm-hmm. Um, people would like the real me if I wasn't being so defensive. Um, oh, well, that makes me feel a little bit more hopeful. Um, that makes me, makes me feel more optimistic, more open, more relaxed. How do I behave when I'm feeling those emotions? more curious, interested in the conversation. Don't take things so personally. What would the result be? I could see the result being actually that I, I would be pretty likable. <laughs> I'd be pretty enjoyable to be around. Yeah, that's and right. so, um, so it's a, it's catching yourself, noticing when you're in that negative thought spiral and then noticing what are the emotions that it's causing and what are the behaviors that it's triggering and how is that fulfilling the thing that you're most worried about? And so if you can change your thoughts, you can change your results. So remember to be thinking about your confirmation bias, mm-hmm. to be thinking about your, um, this role of negativity being like Velcro positivity, like being, being like Teflon and thinking about how that affects what the way that we think about situations and step back a couple feet and try to get a little bit above the situation or, or far enough away that you can look at it from a uh, more open point of view Mm -hmm. and then start asking yourself questions, being curious. Is this, you know, is this actually the truth or what's the evidence against my belief here? You know, what is, what's the evidence that says that I am actually quite likable? Um, so this way you'll be able to have a lot better tools and a lot better opportunity to change your thinking, which can change your results in a huge way. So there you go. Easy peasy. Easy peasy, right? (laughs) Easier said than done. This is one of those simple, but not easy concepts. So, um, 
So for more information, check us out on our Facebook page. You can find us at Peeling Coaching Center for Excellence or the Positivity link on Facebook. We'd love to hear from you. That's also easy. Yeah, also easy. Love it. Thank you for being here with us. It's great to be here. We'll see you guys next time. Same time, same place. Sounds good. You've been listening to Alexis Robin with The Bright Side here on K Tahoe, the new 96.1 and AM 590.